how's it going? What's up, baby? How we doing? It, good, good. It's been way too long. Uh, I've, I, it's only been a, a week and five days instead of the, the requisite week. But uh, It feels like it's been a lot longer. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why when they say... Like a lot longer. It's like when they say 10 days and you're like, oh, sweet. But they mean 10 business days and you're like, oh. That's a long time. It's a long time. That's where we're ten at. Bu- 10 business days is like an eternity in my world. <laughs> that's what happens when you have one business day a week. This is true. This is true. Um, what's up, man? How's life? I know you've had a, a busy week. You know, with, uh, with, with great responsibility comes a lot of meetings. That's, uh, that's how my brain of that saying goes. So I've been, uh, you know, I've been on, on the grind hard this week, which is, which is good. I'm taking, uh, taking tomorrow off to, uh, to recenter um, and all that fun stuff. So we got, got a three-day weekend in my, in my sights. Um, and then uh, and next week, headed down to Florida. So I, I think it's good for now, good for now. But for the moment, it's, um, yeah, it's been crazy. What about you? Yeah, I imagine you guys have been pretty busy, you know, Suez Canal blocking up all your all your supply chain and everything. All the Bitcoin is stuck there. Are we is, are people still talking about the canal? I don't know. I'm pretending no. like they are. The boat's I'm just free. so I'm just so checked out, man. Yeah, <laughs> yes. You know, but there's still memes and you know, people just can't seem to let anything go and they meme about it for much longer than they need to. Um, I'm, I'm good. Uh, we should... I'm good. I've had a. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> the joke continues. No, I was just gonna say we we could have just said that one of us was stuck in the Suez Canal. That's why it's been <laughs> so long between recordings. I'm, I'm willing. Yeah, I'm willing to go along with that narrative. <laughs> but but how are you? How are you going? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. I've had um. I've had one of those like week. I guess it's been like a week and a half, but I've, it's been really nice. So I've been exercising a lot and that's pretty much all I've, all I've really been doing is just like exercising and then counteracting that with a lot of like heavy meals and cigarette smoking. So I'm zeroed back out at the moment. I'm somewhere in the middle. You found your balance and inner peace. Uh, I wouldn't go that far, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> But I'm I'm somewhere in the middle, you know. It's 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 give and take, you know. How have you been exercising? Have you been uh, swinging the old racquetball, or is it uh, mm-hmm. you know, adding adding some uh, HIIT into that, some interval training? Not so much that, you know. I've been I'm doing a lot of tennis, and I've been doing a lot of uh, you know, when I get up in the morning, I I get up, and I say morning. It's not always morning when I get up, but Whenever I do wake up, I have coffee and I lay in bed for a little bit and, you know, endlessly scroll on my phone. And I've been doing some, uh, some guided meditation and stretches, you know, not, I wouldn't go as far as to call it yoga, but, um, <laughs> it's yoga I'm, adjacent. Yeah. It's, it's similar. Yeah. Yoga adjacent is a good way to describe that. Um, but I've been realizing that, you know, I've never been a flexible person in my life like touching my toes has always been you know mildly difficult mm-hmm. and um you know i'll stretch for you know 10 or 15 minutes before i play tennis but 
I don't, there's not much other stretching going on in my life. And, uh, I don't know if it was when I was playing tennis or if I, you know, slept on it funny, but my back, my lower back has been sort of in a, somewhere between like a knot and a pinch. And I'm just nice. like, you know, it's, it's not like super painful, but it's like a mild discomfort that I really don't enjoy. Uh, so the first thing that sort of popped into my head was, you know, I'm, I'm probably not stretching enough. Like I'm stretching when mm -hmm. I'm being active, but there are probably other points in my day during which I need to be stretching. And uh, based on some of the thing, like the first like three Google results I, I <laughs> clicked on, uh, morning time is a, is a pretty essential time to, to get stretches in. So I've been doing some, some of that and it's definitely helped my back and I've felt a little bit more uh, limber mm -hmm. throughout my day. Uh, so, you know, obviously my life is super exciting right now. If, uh, stretching is <laughs> really at the forefront of what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> it's making me want to stretch. I'm like, damn, I don't move at all. I think like literally I've only gone like outside of my apartment to grab a package and take out food in the last two days. Um, so it sometimes it's like that, man. It really do be like that. Oh, I'm like feeling stiff. Like you can, you can, <laughs> Keller can see me, but, uh, for those at home, I'm like, visibly uncomfortable now just like thinking about how little I have stretched in the last year and a month of my life um, it's like one of those things that once you start thinking about it, all you want to do is just like correct your posture and roll your shoulders back and you know take some deep breaths yeah it's so easy to obsess over things when you don't leave your house yeah yes it is that is 100% correct I've never gone down so many rabbit holes of like menswear as I have in the last year. What are some of your favorites that you've gone? Cause I've been doing a lot of the same thing, honestly. Um, I've recently actually been going to like, you know, the, uh, the menswear community that, uh, has, has been around for a while. Um, and just like going back to like late 2019, the ignorant bliss, mm. Uh, mm -hmm. it's actually really funny in retrospect to see just like people you know when when you think of people always say like oh you know didn't know the golden age when you were in it it's like a for, for douchebags with cigars their golden age has come and gone it's over man it's over it had it had its day um i know it's definitely over like there are those types of photos now i see them like oh i hate that shit like what are you doing uh, yeah. But then I go back, I'm like, damn, I really liked the, like four WM Brown Project cigar photos a, a year and a half ago. Yeah, um, you know, it's like at the time we were just going with whatever. And, you know, I'm, I'm not a huge cigar guy. I'll have a cigar every now and again and it's fine. Mm -hmm. um, like when all my brothers are together and dad pulls out some Cubans, like I'm not going to say no. But mm -hmm. at the same time, it's not something I'm like pining for on a daily basis and you know because i mean i don't know i smoke cigarettes and cigarettes are for people who are stressed out and cigars are for people who you know don't have any inner demons really so you know one's for mentally ill people and one's for people with too much time and money um and while <laughs> that venn diagram would ordinarily put me like right in the middle um mm -hmm. i just cigars are not for me uh, but that being yeah. said, I have also e even, you know, somewhat recently gone down a rabbit hole of like this 
And I feel like I'm mildly late to the game, but also it's sort of been on my radar for a long time is like workwear inspired stuff and mm-hmm. you know, finding this like middle ground between actual functional workwear, like, you know, your, your Dickies or your, you know, fuck it, like, like Wrangler jeans and like shit that's just been made the same way for like a hundred fucking years. And then like on the other end of the spectrum, you have like, I would say like designer workwear where it's like, Mm -hmm. it's this really nice fabric and it's, you know, cut really well, but you know, like the minute you, you know, do something in that garment, it's just going to like separate or it Mm -hmm. like, it just isn't, it isn't for work wear. (laughs) They're not, they're not triple seamed. Yeah. You know, it's like a hand stitched, like, blind fell and it's gonna you know those hand stitches are gonna rip the moment you like extend your arm too far to like reach for a wine glass or something (laughs) and um so I've really just kind of been trying to navigate some sort of like a middle ground because you know I love the look and the feel of like a heavier canvas like a double knee pant something like that but a straight to wider leg just does not flatter me at all and I don't feel it, something about it. I don't know. This is probably just a me thing, but buying a pair of like double knees and taking them to get tailored just feels wrong. Yeah, I agree. But it also, it also feels like some, like absolutely something that's on brand for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think my, I was looking around last night, you know, down a rabbit hole and laying in bed at four in the morning, unable to sleep. And I'm on, I think I was like on Ben Davis and I mm-hmm. think I want to get like a pair of the super wide, I think they're the gorilla fit pant because they're super heavy. I think they're like a 15 and a half ounce like canvas or some shit like that. And they just look like, like a meaty hefty pair of pants. And I want to, I think I want to buy a pair and just like get them tailored just to, just to see. Um, would you, would you ever do it yourself or no? Um, Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. If it was something like, depending on the construction, like if mm-hmm. there's like specific machinery involved, like a felling machine or something like that, I'd probably take it to somebody. But you know, if it's within my wheelhouse, I, I would probably take a crack at it. And on top of that, like if I was good, when I do find, I know I'm going to do this eventually. Like I'm just, I don't know why I'm just hesitating because I know it's going to happen. But when I do finally get a pair of like double knees and take them to get tailored, like I'm definitely taking them to a tailor because mm-hmm. I'm not going to take the fucking time to undo, like take out a triple felled seam and then restitch it and do all like, no, I'm just not doing that. I'm going to pay somebody to do that. Pay as much as you pay for those pants. Honestly. I mean, yeah. Cause they're like under $50 pair of pants or, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere in that range. And if I know tailors, which I do because they're a lot like me. Um, they're going to charge you everything they can for an honest day's work. Um, I recently got some workwear stuff tailored, or recently, I guess a few months ago, but it Go was on. just a just a subtle hem job uh, on a pair of the natural white Dickies painters because I didn't want to. I wanted them a basically like that. That is my jeans. Is. I don't know mm-hmm. jeans. I have like the just the off-white Dickies painters, and mm-hmm. they're great. Um, like a cropped, yeah. So uh, why don't you own jeans? 
Is that by choice, um, or you, have you just not bought a pair of jeans? Yeah, so I had a few pairs of raw denim when that was like a big craze, but like mostly. Um, I have a pair I of had, yours. Yeah, you do. We have um, assist the Brotherhood of the Traveling APCs. <laughs> yeah, those those do not fit me anymore, and and that's the thing. It's just um, jeans. I could wear them when um, like I was going for a really slim fit, mm. um, but I always ran into this issue of like blowouts in the thigh. Um, Mm-hmm. unless i'm getting like a really relaxed jean like the proportion just never looks right on me like like Fair. a straight cut jean will look tight um, mm-hmm. and a wide yeah. leg is just like bell bottom exactly um yeah, yeah or like a just, flare flare cut or something it just yeah i feel you it doesn't look right or like even like you know everyone's like oh the classic 501 which in theory i love and then i put them on and mm-hmm. you know i can i can get them on and uh yeah just the way they're cut like if i want them to fit in like they're, they're for very like thin proportioned people. So even mm-hmm. if I get my size in the waist, right, I'm going to blow them out in the thigh and like, yeah. you know, two months. Cause yeah, they're just not made. Yeah. No, I feel 501s don't really even look that good on me. Like off the rack, like the actual, mm-hmm. cause I love the way they'll fit me. You know, I have the opposite problem of you. Like they fit me great. And like the waist, like seat area into the mm-hmm. thigh. But then, like, because, you know, my legs are so fucking skinny and I look like I'm, you know, riding a chicken, um, they just look really wide all the way down. Mm-hmm. Even though they're, like, not a wide cut. Um, so, you know, the pair of jeans I had been wearing for the longest time was a pair of 501s that I got from Sid Mashburn in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And they have um, my, you know, measurements and pant pattern on file there so they ordered them for me dry and unwashed Uh which was very cool and something i didn't know they could do and i still don't know if they can do it because it was kind of like a back alley transaction Uh um but before they ever sent them to me they were sent to the store and they altered them there based on the pant pattern they had for me on file and then sent them to me from the store Uh, So when I got them, they were like the perfect fit, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're, they weren't salvage cut or anything. It was just kind of like, that was a very like standard $65 pair of jeans. Right. And then, um, my former employer, Billy Reed came out with their black, uh, salvage denim, which is a little bit lighter. I think it was like an 11 ounce, almost Mm -hmm. like a summer weight. And I've been wearing, the, I'm wearing them right now. I've been wearing the shit out of them. Um, what, what happened to your rag and bones? Uh, dude, they look like leggings. <laughs> They're too, too tight for you these days? Oh my God, man. I actually tried them on not too long ago. Uh, Cause I found them going through some old stuff. And I was like embarrassed to realize that I had ever worn them. Like a public. I, I had a similar thing with, um, my some suit trousers some charcoal suit trousers i had heavily altered <laughs> at one point mm. in time ruined a suit but yeah. it's okay yeah. it, it was just like i tried them on and i was like a this is just like not comfortable and b how did i ever do this because they were like my only pair of jeans for like three years i traveled all over the world with them and mm-hmm. it was just like i wore the shit out of them all the time and and um, 
yeah, it was just like, it was crazy to think that that's how I was, that's how I was rocking. Um, speaking of fashion, um, there've been some, some new runway shows. I don't know if you've had a chance to look, but, uh, there was a Uh Ralph Simmons collection that got some press. Um, no, didn't see it. Well, you know, it's just like, (laughs) it's, you didn't, I'll I'll say this. And like, I, I like Raph as an individual and I think that his whole perspective is pretty unique, but at the same time, it's like, I'm thinking the fault is with all of us for expecting him to do something that's not Raph. Mm -hmm. And that could be said for a lot of designers right now is I feel like we expect things from them that aren't them. And then we get disappointed when we're not, when they don't deliver. And it's like, well, you know, what did you expect? Yeah. Like this is what he was hired for. Was this another uh, collaboration with uh, Muchi Prada? Um, No, Muchi had no involvement here. It was. uh, Oh, really? This was just for Raph, like his label. Okay, so not not Prada, because I saw the I really liked the the Prada men's stuff that he did. I liked. The, oh, I thought it was super interesting. Um, yeah. I'm not a big leggings guy, uh, <laughs> so I had to kind of look past that. But I mean, knitwear is something he's always done like super interestingly. And the coats. Yeah, he, I mean, his outerwear is just like unmatched. I mean, some of the one of the most expensive items to ever sell on grailed was his you know riot bomber jacket for like 50 grand or something like that it was insane really um yeah wow. i mean it's just like there's not many of them left out there and it was one of those things that just like garnered a lot of hype and it just kept building and i mean even still like i, I see him listed for like 20 and 30 grand and um yeah his outerwear is some of my favorite out there um like the bomber jackets in the new collection were really cool and then like there was just like quilted joint that was really really awesome and yeah I don't know I I think you know it just circles back to my point it's like we can't it's like the fault is ours for expecting things that we're not going to get from certain it's like everybody gets pissed off at um Eddie Slamon at Celine for doing exactly what he's done everywhere else he's gone and it's like you're like wait why'd you just do those leather jackets it's like okay I mean what did you expect him to do (laughs) (laughs) okay do you think he listens to only the strokes and the ramones um i think he probably listens to the same shit he was listening to when he was a teenager and just hasn't changed and i can identify with that because i'm somewhat the same way Mm -hmm. Um, yeah me too to an extent to an extent there's some stuff that i'm like damn that is you know it's a great song for that time. Not going to listen to it now, but there's a lot of stuff that has really stood the test of time. And, I, you know, I don't know if that's a testament to the music or, like, uh, a critique of myself, but I'm going to go with yeah. performer. Is that, like, a testament to my unwillingness to change? <laughs> yeah. Am I, tu- am I turning into the, you know, get off my lawn, old man yells at cloud? Or, you know, or is it just good music? You weren't there. Warped t- Tour was something. Warped Tour 08. <laughs> You wasn't there, man. Brand new. That set was fucking killer. Oh my god! And then you know, Taking Back Sunday closed him <laughs> out on Sunday. Uh, yeah, I was just fucking dope. You weren't there, though. You weren't there. You listening to your fucking Machine Gun Kelly albums and whatever. You know. Okay, to be fair, song of Machine Gun Kelly. Okay, to be fair, he did release an album somewhat recently, 
produced by Travis Barker. And it's like, it's like not hip hop. It's like pop punk feeling. And it's, yeah. um, it's listenable. You know, I prefer it much to his like rap because I don't think he's a, he's a good rapper. And he's just one of those people who's like hot and can get away with shit. And it's like, all right, mm -hmm. yeah, like you're good looking and you can kind of do whatever you want. And we all get that, but you know, give us something. And he kind of did. Like there's a couple, <laughs> couple songs off of that record that I was like, this is, I like this. Is it listenable I don't know, I don't, even if you, oh. I mean, I don't know if I'd call it good. Yeah. But I like it. What if you don't like Blink-182? Like, I've never liked Blink-182. Some of it reminded me more of, like, Fallout Boy meets Taking Back Sunday, but, you know, with Travis Barker production notes. So it's a little bit more, like, drum forward. I was going to say it's got an insane drum. I mean, that dude just, like, Travis Barker, I mean, he's just, like, getting rich off of all of these, like, TikTok dude, like, kids and just and like kind of i mean he's just like making money off of all of them well isn't he uh involved with the kardashian the kardashians are now they're all uh you know it's time for the the leases up on their on their current romantic partners and they're trading them in for uh yeah you know it's that time of year it is that time of year the leases are up we're re-signing we're not renewing we're looking for new places and yeah so i think uh courtney and Travis Barker have sparked a romance and I'm eager to see where that goes. Cause you know, I feel like that's a good fit and they, you know, from where I sit, they seem genuinely happy. And, um, you know, after dealing with, with Scott, who I love, love Scott, <laughs> I was going to say, um, yeah. but he's, he's problematic. He's messy. I would not want him as a romantic partner. Uh, no. so you he know, has, I, he has I some like, inner work to do, uh, that he's not doing to the best mm -hmm. of my knowledge. Um, you know, so I feel like, you know, she, she deserves someone good like Travis. Um, you know, I feel like he's a good dad. He's a good human from where I said, you know, there's a lot of shit we don't know, but whatever. Uh, where my eyes are though, I'm, I'm wait, I'm seeing all these Kim K thirst traps going up on the gram and I'm like, who's next? You know, where is she going from here? Because uh, is it official her and, uh, Mr. West or no more? I I mean, that divorce is, is filed. It's in motion, man. Wow, wait, I'm, I'm going, I haven't, uh, I don't follow the, the most followed people on Instagram, uh, just so that my algorithm shows me less people. Um, <laughs> but uh, the, let's see, let's see what little, little I mean, she's up to. She's looking good, man. I can't lie to you, she's looking good. Um, <laughs> it's just insane. Uh, yeah, hot, hot girls I, are gonna do what hot girls are gonna do. I I can't see any of these thirst traps without thinking of the one where you can see the reflection of her daughter taking the photo in the mirror. Oh my god, so good. Yeah, amazing. So good. That family is just so twisted. It's amazing. Oh, she's selling a fake diamond uh, teeth jewelry, fake grills. Mm-hmm. You can Love buy that. it. Says Kim. That's hot, Paris Hilton boys. Um, you know, we've uh, we've shot away from from fashion for a second here to talk about you know hot people and celebrities, but I do want to circle back because I put up an Instagram poll or a question this week about um, sweatpants. And oh. first of first of all, I want to dive into your um, your response 
about sweatpants because you I, you are mm-hmm. a, a famously publicly anti sweatpant gang, and uh, I want to unpack that a little bit. Yeah, sweatpants look terrible on everyone. I don't think that they need to exist ever. Um, I have been anti sweatpant for as long as I can remember. Um, I mm-hmm. think even uh, so, my my family has a long history. Uh, my dad's side of the family has a long history of gag gifts, and I think when I was thirteen. Mm. Uh, a fake gift was to give me sweatpants and I remember it like being actually like upset I was like this isn't funny these are horrible um, so yeah I really have always always hated sweatpants um, I think that they are a really great like a, a neatly packaged um, visual of everything that is wrong with uh, <laughs> our society <laughs> okay um, that you know, there's probably someone out there who agrees with you. Um, yeah, David Coggins. <laughs> okay, fair, fair enough. Um, you know, for around the house, I love them. Um, I've actually, I've been wearing a pair of, there were a pair of sweatpants I got from Walmart that I cut off into shorts, and they're very comfortable. <laughs> um, okay, sweatpants shorts are actually uh, the exception to the rule. Interesting. That's a hot take. I feel like a lot, ones. yeah. A lot of sweatpant wearers and enthusiasts might disagree with you there. Well, that's because you know I, I don't really care about the opinion of a sweatpant enthusiast. Yeah, and I had a feeling you might say that as soon as I said that. But um, I did have a response to your thing, which was which was I think productive. It wasn't just fuck sweatpants, which was my first instinct. So elaborate on that for me. So I don't know if you remember, I said. Probably like never sweatpants, fuck sweatpants. If you must, just get like a nice pair of like cotton trousers with mm. a drawstring waist, i.e., you know, the, the amazing washable box pleated peached cotton trouser available made to order from Stofa. Mm. Sponsored the pod. Yeah, that's not paid content. So, uh, yeah, shout out Stofa. Um, and that's, you know, I think that, you know, to, to address that, that is a uh, productive response, more so than some of the other responses that I got. Uh, <laughs> let's, which, let's hear what people said. Which varied widely, um, much more so than I was uh, sort of anticipating. Um, so your uh, first response before elaboration was a uh, trick question, fuck sweatpants. Um, <laughs> nice. A couple of people, yeah, a couple of people said Hanes. Um, I got some outdoor voices. A couple designer friends said me, uh, referring to themselves, um, which, you know, I respect the hustle. Wait, they're like, uh, oh, let, let me make you sweatpants? Yeah, essentially, yeah. Um, <laughs> our good friend Emmett said, wearing tailored trousers because you haven't given up on life. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Love you, Emmett. Thank you. Cuccinelli, there were several responses. Cuccinelli. Yeah, right. <laughs> Can you imagine? I bet um, there was $600. Uh, try like 12 Um but there were there were a couple answers that were uh, for John Elliott, interestingly enough, uh, and I looked into those and they actually do look passable. Um, Raining Champ, Lululemon, no thank you. Target, interestingly enough. Um, Gildan, Nike, those seem a little too on the nose. Um, one troll said Goodwill. Um, <laughs> That's gotta be one of the worst things. <laughs> Absolutely. Another troll said Walmart sells them for free, um, <laughs> which I kind of loved. Um, 
let's see. Uh, one, <laughs> one responder said, uh, fruit of the loom, no debate, um, which that's, that sounds just like opening up the floor for debate. Um, Russell Athletics, Sporty and Rich. Um, and then our good friend Graham said, I don't own many slash haven't experienced enough brands to weigh in here, yet he still felt the need to weigh in. Uh, so so uh, thank you, Greg. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if I were to pool all of these responses and go with the option that was suggested most, I would have to order the John Elliott ones, which I'm considering. Um, outside mm. of that, I'm probably going to take my lazy ass over to Walmart and just get another pair from like Gildan or Fruit Bloom. Yeah, well, isn't John Elliott just like an expensive sweat? Pant sweatshirt brands. Um, I think I think that's largely what John Elliott does is sort of like, um, like mesh basketball shorts, which I'm a huge fan of. By the way, I love mesh mm -hmm. shorts. Um, I have like several several pairs. I went through this thing last summer where I just like was on the hunt for like the perfect pair of mesh, like basketball style shorts. I remember this, and I had like three pairs that I found in the attic from like the summer camp my brothers and I went to um I ordered a pair from I think it was like yellow label company I got a pair from uh I have the throwing fits podcast mesh shorts um I think I have like another pair in there or something so you know I just went on this whole thing to find like the perfect pair and the ones from yellow label actually surprised me they're a heavier weight mesh they have pockets and i mean while the inseam is a little long um i can roll them at the waistband to get the job done uh mm -hmm. and they're just comfy as shit so you know that was like i i like i think this summer might be my like deep dive into sweatpants and i'm gonna end up with like five very similar looking pairs of black sweatpants um because for the past like two months i've been hitting goodwills and salvation armies and i now have um probably 20 plus black t-shirts that I've just like thrifted. And I quickly realized that most of them are very, 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 very similar. Well, you know, if we think about the price point of these, uh, these sweatpants that you're going to get, might I just one more time make a, a plea to just try one pair of nicely tailored, perhaps pleated even drawstring trousers. In, in a dark gray or black um, as opposed to the cursed well, sweatpants. See, that's, that's my whole holdup. My hang up with Stofa is that they don't really have any black fabrics available for me to measure. No, they don't have black fabric, period. Because it's like the yeah. you know, Anglo-Italian thing where it's like all one palette, mm -hmm. um, which is cool. Actually kind of well, similar like, palette to Anglo-Italian, but blues instead of greens. Yeah, and so that's sort of my whole beef with most like traditional leaning tailored menswear brands is that they just don't their only offerings in black are for tuxedos or for evening wear because most people don't know how to wear black you are the exception i mean it's in my opinion from where i said and look at it it's really not that hard you just find your favorite pieces all the classic pieces and cuts and details that you like for you know your more traditional tailored menswear garments and you just get them in black mm -hmm. yeah i've been going dark i think most most people you know the the big problem is uh 
people just get really light clothing, which I think is, is actually harder to wear than black clothing. Uh, I think that's, I, I agree with that theory of yours there. Like just, you know, know what you like. Um, so I've been really intentional about, as I get think, you know, shirts aside, um, mm. getting darker, darker colors. Um, yeah, I mean, because when you have a wardrobe that's like all of these like sort of lighter colors, even with your like your greens, your blues, your like even if you're going to go into like yellows and reds and stuff like that, it's like there are so many variants of like undertones, whether you have like a cooler undertone or a warmer undertone. And if you're wearing like different colors with different undertones, like it's going to look mm -hmm. really off. And most blacks have this like, you know, cooler, bluer undertone. And it's actually in my experience, been pretty hard to find a black with like a warmer undertone. Mm -hmm. So same with grace. Like, same with grace. So by default, all of my shit just sort of like tonally works together, even if some of the blacks mm -hmm. are more faded and you know, some of them are more like a true jet black or yada yada. Like they all just kind of blend and work together because that like there's a through line of the undertone or that tonality just all seems to like work with each other. Um and, you know, a lot of people just say, like, oh, like, you know, wearing all black is just, like, kind of lazy or whatever. And for some, yeah, I would agree with that statement. But, you know, when there's a little bit more, like, intentionality to it, I don't even know if that's a word, intentionality. Um, it is. Very cool. Love when I'm right. It doesn't happen often. Um, thanks, Garrett. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it, it can be easy, but, you know, there's also a fair amount of, you know, thought and intent behind it when I do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I totally, I totally agree. Um, I think that, you know, there's like anything, there's a spectrum, but yeah, back to like the warm versus cool. I think like that has been the, like I've been on the hunt for like warmer, warmer grays lately. And it started by accident. It started when I got that cursed uh, Tom Brown blazer that I have yet to unload. Mm. Um, I literally tried to give it away this weekend to like <laughs> the, the smallest of my friends that is um into stuff and he's like that shit won't fit me <laughs> didn't even try it on um that's, oh man that thing is just gonna haunt you forever yeah also we haven't talked about this the the continuation of the blazer fiasco so i think last we updated people um i found a uh, at your recommendation um another warm gray uh pattern blazer from um Officine General. There was mm -hmm. one one left um, at Bergdorf's, which I think it was one of those pieces where like um you know how sometimes like specific department stores get like their own, you know, like, hey, we get this pattern, like uh yes. this fabric. And that's the only place it gets sold or whatever. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it wasn't on their website or their Instagram or anything. It was like a pretty standard um gotcha, like, gotcha, gotcha. pattern. Anyways. I think it was like coming from a store and it probably got lost or stolen. So order canceled. Um, you hate to see this. But then after uh, this Monday morning, I, I started off my week at the DMV, which, uh, you know, in, in our, in our late, uh, late capitalism uh, world is within inside of a shopping mall um, in downtown Brooklyn. And um, there's a Uniqlo there. So on the way out of the DMV, because I had like a walked off a little bit of time um, to get back to work. I was like, oh, well, like, let me go pick up some more like uh, Uniqlo boxers. Um, you know, just because you got to cycle through that stuff quick. Absolutely. And uh, lo and behold, I stumbled across a fantastic, uh, fantastic warm gray 
uh, Prince of Wales check blazer. Not as high quality as even close to the quality of um, Officine General, but at that point I was uh, absolutely lit. Uh, fit great. Kind of a sack suit patch pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember you uh, you sending me the picture of it, and I was trying to guess where it was from because it mm-hmm. was, you know, sort of exactly the the pattern and color and tonality you were looking for. And um, to my surprise, it was from Uniqlo. And, you know, first glance, I w- it would not be my first guess. Mm-hmm. I think that they really stepped up their, uh, their suiting game uh, of late. The reason that even made me think to like kind of look in that section is um, recently someone I followed posted, uh, it was like a full corduroy suit, like really nice dark brown corduroy, like very dark yeah, brown. Yeah, yeah, I think you sent me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, that looks fantastic. And I clicked on it, I was like, where is it from? Uniqlo. And then, uh, of course, I hadn't like really been in person in a Uniqlo in a long time. Um, it went on like final sale for like $14, <laughs> which wow. just makes you wonder like the labor conditions behind that. Uh, the quality but yes. i mean if you're just getting something in cotton like whatever like say like you know that's it was a cotton blazer like who who cares you know what i mean cotton's not expensive it's not like yeah well yeah, yeah. um so my palette is uh has been wet for uh for at least a, wet, a little while longer but i'm sure that um the lust for more clothing will never end it never ends man um it really doesn't and, you know, it's like one of those things where I feel like earlier in my life and in, in my fashion scope, I was going through, like, I would buy a lot of clothes and then I wouldn't wear them. And then I would get rid of a lot of clothes and then I would buy more clothes and then I wouldn't wear them. And now it's just like, I, I'll buy something and I'll just wear the shit out of it and then I'll put it on mm-hmm. ice and then I'll just, you know, it, I'll slowly work it into like daily wear. Whereas, you know, I could just like buy it and immediately see how I can incorporate it into all of the things I'm already wearing, but I haven't learned how to do that. And I don't know if that's a maturity thing or if it's just like a still working out the uniform or, you know, there could be a bunch of different reasons, but I will always be buying clothes is the, mm-hmm. the bottom line here. And um, Maybe I'll buy sweatpants. Maybe I'll buy drawstring pants. Maybe I will stop wearing pants. <laughs> Please don't. I don't. Um, I don't. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is the uh, we're we're sucked in hook hook line and sinker. But yeah, I mean, back to the great you know debate of do I get a nice pair of designer workwear double knees from like. Mm. ALD or something, or do I, you know, get the Dickies and get them tailored? It's like, I might do both, see what I like better. I might do, I might do <laughs> neither fair. and just like think about it for a long time and then never do it. Um, but I do like the look and it's like, it was one of those things like initially where I wasn't sure if I was like, just liking it cause it was coming up as a trend or, you know, I saw other guys that I think dress well doing it, but you know, it's been in the forefront of my mind for a long time now. So I think I'm just going to have to do it. Um, and I think it's funny at the end of the day, cause I'm not a, I'm not a workwear guy, you know, I don't work. Yeah. I've spent my whole life avoiding manual labor. 
I, I kind of, uh, you know, uh, the feeling of stolen valor when I used to go walk uh, to my cushy office job wearing double knee pants and sit down at a desk all day. Uh, something mm-hmm. I still do. I don't even leave the house for it. Um, mm-hmm. Feels nice. Feels good. You're in a different kind of trench, you know. You're, uh, <laughs> you're in the creative trenches. The creative trenches, yeah. I'm trying to think of the, the next best thing. But um, we're all working. Still is workwear. I mean, yeah, it just really depends on how you chop it. And, um, you know, maybe I'll, uh, I'll get a pair and just kind of go for a walk in the yard and maybe like, you know, move a branch back over the fence line or something and be like, you know what? I did some yard work today. An honest day's work. You're telling me a car hearts these pants? The funny thing is, is like I have all these work pants, but when we moved into our apartment, I found myself like, I think I painted our bathroom in uh, like bit loaf, horse bit loafers and like my Stoffa pants. Um, yeah, because you wanted to keep the work pants nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, exactly, exactly. There's a big paint, there's some paint splatter on the bottom of the horse bit loafers. But I think those loafers look, are the, just because they are so, like they look best trashed in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, my horse bits are like, they're worn. They're cracking. Mm-hmm. They've been resold like three times. They're just like, and I got them secondhand anyway. So it's like, it would be rude of me to just not continue to beat the living shit out of them. Um, yep. You know, speaking of pants, we've been talking about pants for like 30 minutes now, but I could do this all day. Um, I dropped off a pair of pants at my tailor. Um, they were a pair of pants that match a black suit jacket I have. It's this nice like cotton silk blend. It's got like a nice like slub, slubby hand to it. And the pant, they were samples from when I worked at Billy Reed. And neither of them were put into production in this particular fabric because I think the fabric was like really expensive or you know, mm-hmm. one of those production notes that they just kind of got cast aside. Uh, but I had the pants, you know, lightly tailored. I had them hemmed and cuffed, but I didn't really have them like tapered. I didn't have the waist fucked with or anything. And I'm not sample size. I'm smaller than sample size. So I, I never really wore them because they were still just like really roomy in the seat through the thighs, like they just never like looked quite right. Um, so, you know, I was talking to my tailor about him and he was like, you know, bring him in, like I'll look at him, yada, yada. And so now he's, what he's gonna have to do is, you know, recut like basically from the mid thigh up to reduce like all of the fabric in like the seat and thigh area. And I'm really excited because I feel like I'm getting a new pair of pants. And, you know, they're great. They no belt loops, tabs at the waist, just a really nice, like, minimal pair of, like, black pants that are not, like, they don't look like chinos. Yeah. And they match they're, like, them. a little bit, they're a little bit more elevated, you know, and they'll, I'll finally have a pair of pants, like, match this jacket. Black blazers, in my experience, are really hard to wear as, like, separates. Mm-hmm. like it's doable but it's it requires a lot of like thought on my part when i'm trying to get dressed and something i try to eliminate when i get dressed is having to think um yeah i try to eliminate that from most areas of my life but especially when i'm getting dressed uh so now like i feel like that's just going to be really nice for when i'm and it's not too heavy like the jacket's unlined um mm-hmm. it's a it's a substantial like weight 
like the gauge and the gram of the fabric is pretty substantial, but it's not like heavy by any means. So it's a, it's a pretty true like four season suit that I'm really excited about. That's great. I'm excited like I'm getting you. a new suit, man. Yeah, you are. I mean, that's like the greatest feeling. Also, you know, a great note to kind of end on. There's alter the things you have uh, instead of buying new. It's more sustainable and it feels the same. It's not better because you're like, you kind of get that high of like uh, two for one. Like, like I'm getting something new again. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you know, big genius brain over here. <laughs> yeah, really. I always feel like I'm like on some galaxy brain shit when I'm like, you know, maybe I shouldn't buy something new. And then I go back through like things I've like phased out of my closet. And, you know, I sit there and I ask myself, why don't I wear this? And most of the time, because the answer is like, oh, well, it's like yellow. Um, but sometimes I will find something and it's, it's black and it's a great, it's got all these great elements to it or details or like little things. And I'm like, why don't I wear it? And it's like nine times out of the 10, it's the fit. It's how something fits. And I'm like, oh, well, that's pretty easily corrected mm-hmm. for a lot less money than just buying something new. Yeah. Or buying the same thing new that's just like slightly different. Exactly. Um, the work pants withstanding because I don't have anything like that. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I just want to make that very clear. Um, that is why I am so interested in that. I have just about everything else. The only other thing I'm like really like lacking right now that I'm, I've been talking about for like months now that I just haven't pulled the trigger on is a black double breasted suit. Mm-hmm. And I really like it, I, you and I were talking about this like a week ago or something. Like I want a black linen suit so fucking desperately and I can't find the right one. And I'm just like resistant to doing something made to measure mostly because I can't find a place that has the fabric I want. Yada yada. And it's just like one of those things that like, I was talking to, I think I had lunch with my aunt last week and we were like, we're back at her place. We were smoking cigs on the porch, just kind of chatting. <laughs> and like, she's talking about like, as a woman in her fifties, how hard it is to find clothes that just how hard it is to find clothes in general. Um, because there's not a lot made for that market, for that demographic that is like really like, chic and well-made and thought through and all of this. And I'm like listening to her talk and I'm like, you know, from that perspective, it really is a lot easier for a guy to get dressed mm-hmm. generally speaking. But then when you're me, it's not because nothing is right. Like I can't find any garment that has all of the things that I really like. And if I do, chances are it is from like fucking Cuccinelli and it's like $3,000 yeah. or some shit. And it's like, you know, that's all well and good, but yeah, I'm, I don't work in, you know, VC or I haven't made my billions on, you know, Ethereum yet. So <laughs> I say, yeah, like I, I'm working on that. I'm not working on that. I have no investment in that, but you know, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, I can't ever find the right thing. And I don't know if you struggle with that, but. Oh, totally. Um, I think for me, it comes down more so to the details. Um, Absolutely. Also, yeah, I feel like I don't, I'm like in a place where I can splurge on a piece here and there, but like not on like a a big thing, like a full suit or something like that, which is why I think I prioritize like, okay, like what is something like I'm going to wear a jacket, not as often, like maybe once or twice a week, but Mm -hmm. what am I going to wear every day? Pants. um, So like prioritizing that, I think. Um, 
you know, and also like having a great pair of pants makes like a graphic tee look phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. like, I'm very excited for the pairing of the washed black uh, and after that Oasis 1993 tour bootleg shirt that we are both getting. Something we will both be wearing. <laughs> uh, with, you know, some, some great uh, charcoal single pleat trousers. Yeah, it's going to be great. And I have, you know, my original and after that purchase, the International Players Anthem t-shirt. Last week I received my previously on the Sopranos t-shirt. You know, Edgar's really killing it right now, so I want to shout mm-hmm. him out. Um, just doing some, doing everything we want. We should bring him on. I feel like he'd be down. We should. I'm going to pencil that in my little fucking notebook, reach out to him. Um yeah, I mean, just like he just hasn't missed yet with these T-shirts, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, there's nothing I, there's nothing you and I love more collectively than a good fucking you know bootleg T-shirt of our favorite things like the Smiths yeah, or Oasis or UGK or you know whatever. I know. I feel like he's like our age and like our same. I don't know. I don't know why. Like how so many things line up uh, with him. Like it's all the just, right things. Yeah, it just needs to happen that that. Uh, that chat and, and don't worry we will we will record it um, but keller on that bombshell what's going to play us out you know that's a great great question we talked a lot about pants today so the first song that really like comes to mind is uh, the song mom jeans by hey rocco mm. Charleston Boys. yeah it's a it's a great song it's brought us together uh, early in our friendship and just feels right for the day Yes, it does. Well, here you go. Later. Later. I kind of like the old you. Better than the new you. I wish I had the nerve to tell you why. But I never say it to you.